get you started. I'm hitting my target, I feel like I'm hardened. Get green like the garden. I'm soft like New Orleans, get it jumping. They're calling me Zion. Constrict shit like a python. Yo, what up, what up, what up? It is, the, it is the most mediocre podcast in the world. These dads suck, and I'm your boy, Shane. And of course, the funniest guy I've ever met in my life, Mr. Johnny Z. How you doing, my man? I'm doing good, man. It's the uh, the month of May, and you know what that means in Indiana. Oh, yeah. Cinco de Mayo, right? <laughs> Close. Is Close. that not it? No, nope, that's definitely not it. Ooh, May. My sister has a birthday in May, but who really cares about that? <laughs> um, I don't American know. race. Gentlemen, start your engines. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, baby. The Indy 500 is That here. is right. That is right. We're back. Ooh, do we have big plans this year for the Indy 5? Um, it sounds like we're uh, going down same spot, parking shop. Tim's got a, a spot laid out for us already. He already dropped the pin. I already put the order in for the shirts and the hats, and sounds like the whole crew showing up this time. Oh no! <laughs> I'm nervous. I mean, put plastic, put plastic, <laughs> put plastic over everything. <laughs> oh shit, dude! The lodge is open for these dads. Suck. They're gonna open the lodge. That bar. Yes. Yeah. Holy shit! So there's an after party after our podcast in the lodge. So are we gonna? Are we gonna do it? We're not doing it from inside the lodge, are we? No, we're gonna do it. Probably have to go earlier so the cars aren't just going insane while we're talking. It worked out okay last time, I felt like. Surprisingly, it did. Yeah. But still, I I mean, yeah. And we're doing little mics, too, again? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Mini mics. Backed that, by that, popular demand. Is that why? Did you add me to a fucking ju- chat today? Is that what I'm added in? What? I didn't add you in a chat. You didn't put me in a group chat? Mm-mm. I'm in a hell forsaken group chat with Meryl and a bunch of those fuckers somehow. <laughs> Wait, how? I don't know. I just saw it pop and I was like, fucking Christ. Here we go. <laughs> it had to be Tim if anyone started that. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Let me find it. I thought you were talking about the one today for Hakes' bachelor's party. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. But yeah, man. Month of May. I mean, the memories just keep coming back every year, man. I just, I just remember... For 10 years straight, dude, we did, like, the Coke lot as far as the camping and all that stuff. And if you haven't been to the Indy 500, and if you're listening and you're a true follower, you have to go to it once in your lifetime. It is something special. Come on down and see us, man. We're just going to be posted up right on the main drag there. Yep. Doing the pod live. Just come and say hi. Get you a shirt and a hat. Yeah, bring Um, bring us something to drink and bring us some food. Yep. too thanks also ask us random questions too that we have to answer oh yes oh give us questions no here's what we need i want them to send us questions that they want us to ask the festival go or not oh, festival, yeah. the race goers for the tiny mic excuse me for the tiny mic yeah it's perfect it's gonna be so hard to top those two videos what's <laughs> the one you you pointed out today uh the one where the <laughs> Homeless lady just bothering the shit out of you. Oh, God, she was awful, wasn't she? <laughs> and, then, and then she goes, motherfucker, what's your name? And you're like, John Zolnick. <laughs> what do you think she's up to right now? Oh, she's, she's getting ready for it, probably. <laughs> what? <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> I guarantee we see her. That's that's a rat 
That's a race rat. Oh yeah, for sure. Just comes out of the woodworks of the track every year. I think I bet she sleeps like all year, like somewhere. She you know hibernates I mean? like uh, like turtles do, and then like the week of, she just like rises out of the trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's like a like a bunch of body parts have to like come together to make her one bo- human. <laughs> she's body. Jeepers Creepers of the Indy Five Hundred. If you guys have ever seen yeah. that, yeah, <laughs> she really is. <laughs> And shout out to our boy, um, was it Dale? Oh yeah, dude. Dude, he's blown the fuck. Yeah, up I didn't realize. Met him. I didn't realize he's like a capper, dude, for the races. A legit capper, yeah. Yeah. So shout out to that guy. We'll tag him in this one, but yeah, he's gonna. You know, he's gonna be back. And oh, then, we, and should, then, we should have him sit down with us. And I that's yeah, what like I remember guest. when I was being introduced well, to him, and I was like, I was like, oh shit, I was like, this guy is like the real deal, and then I was like. I'm going to like bring him over to these guys that don't know who he is or like what he does. And they're they're going to ask him some stupid fucking question. <laughs> so you like bring him over and you're like, Hey, so what would you do if you were a president for the day? <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> he's no, like, but I he, can own you. <laughs> no, he was, he was awesome. Yeah. His fit, like his fit was unreal and his hair was unbelievable. Well, that's fun. We got to get that shit on the books then. Jesus. Yeah. Gotta well, we get got- you booked. We got time. So we're going down Sunday? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. And what day is Saturday? What, what, what are they running? Time trials? Time? Yeah, time trials. On Saturday. Okay. Perfect, man. It'll be fun. Get down there early. Rage for a little bit afterwards in the lounge. And then get the fuck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... Here's the thing. I don't... We got out of there because it was kind of like a light hang. Yeah. You know, it was like people's parents and stuff. We weren't like... It was easy for us to get back. Yeah, then I remember it, being I remember being so tired getting back. But um, if if of all the boys are going to be there, it's going to be a problem, right? You know. Well, also too, when we left, I guess like the next hour, like that whole area where Tim's family lives just got chaotic real quick. Really? Yeah, it got packed with people because at nighttime they're all walking that strip. Yeah. And we left, like, right as the sun was setting. I know, yeah. I don't <laughs> want to get fucking bit by any fucking vampires. Oh, wait, yeah. How late did you guys in, end up staying that day? Because I remember I dipped. We we got back. Five, it was, it we was left still, at 5.30. It was still sunny when we got home. Yeah, we left at 5. Th- oh, we got stuck in fucking traffic. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. But we got back. It was still sunny out. So, yeah. That's going to be fun. Cool. I hope all the indie guys come out and see us. They'll be fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, Logan's moving from Indy. He's going to move in Chicago. Took a job, sales manager position. Really? Oh, nice. Good for him. Place is a fucking war zone right now. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I really I really hope he doesn't get shot. I know. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he was actually saying the same thing. It's kind of crazy up there. I know, and Hakes' bachelor parties up there during that time, too. Yeah, that's going to be a bloodbath. I saw... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of bloodbath, isn't there like a serial killer up there that's like fake Ubering? Yeah, so I, I've been. Fo- Here's what's fucked up. I follow a website that tracks potential serial killers. <laughs> That's the fucked up part. Right? Of course you do. Is that do. the is that the fucked up part? I've been tracking this dude for a year. I'm friends with him on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been, been tra- I've been tracking this murderer for a year. I've been tracking for a year, dude. He's been dropping fucking. What he does is he find these he finds dudes, and they all are you know, and then he. Uh, what for those listening? What what are they? 
You did something with your wrist. No, I didn't. That'd be fucking weird. Are they basketball players? Yeah, they shoot baskets. Okay. I don't think the angle was right because it looks like they were so they're, throwing the basketball. So down. they're hoopers. Yeah, they're dribblers. They shoot in the hole. Go ahead. Yeah. And and possibly gay. But, um. Okay. <laughs> no, but they are definitely gay dudes. And these guys. And then whatever this guy's doing, he started to, like, change his MO because then they're finding the bodies the same way. All dumped in the lake or in the rivers. Uh, now they're they're finding women's bodies, so the guy's like starting to get starting to mix it up a little bit. Oh fuck! Yeah, so it's been gonna going be unstoppable. It's gonna, yeah, he's getting he's getting stronger. <laughs> no, that's so fucked up. He's like Shredder in the third DJ's Mut- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like the orange alien from Space Jam. Like we have them, we have their powers. <laughs> I I hate that. Like since we've been doing this for so long. That whenever I hear of a like a very serious situation, like someone's murdering people, like that's terrible. Yeah. But you bring it up on on the setting of the podcast, and I immediately want to start making jokes about it. Like he sees me, he captures me. He's in the process of doing whatever he's gonna do before he kills me. It's not good. And he sees my phone screen. He's like, "Oh, what? He's like, what the fuck? Do you have a girlfriend?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah." He's like, "Oh, sick." It's disgusting. <laughs> uh oh. What the hell is that? Stop that. Oh, God. There's an Amber Alert. Oh, Amber this alert. is just going to be a joke. Please. No way, dude. Please don't. As we're talking about this <laughs> wild time. Please don't be anything that Shane's going to make a joke about. I just hope. Here. 2003 Tan Ford Taurus. Oh, yeah. They're going to catch that guy. <laughs> but also, don't have a Ford Taurus from that 2003. <laughs> <laughs> Like at least be discreet. Why go have like it, the number one car? They're gonna find. Why is it? Why is it just a car? Is there a person attached to this? Wait, yeah, that is kind of. Are weird. they doing Amber Alerts for vehicles? For, for those for those listening, all it says is Indianapolis, Indiana. Amber Alert has a serial number, and then it just says two thousand three Tan Ford <laughs> Like that's there's no there's no child missing. Like like they pull it over, it's just a car. Maybe it's someone that identifies as a 2003 Ford Taurus. I used to die laughing at these things in South Carolina, like these old guys would be missing. Oh, 87-year-old Jim Cooter. (laughs) Jim Bob Cooter. Is missing. I hope Jim Bob Cooter's not missing. Gerald, Gerald Levine. It's like, where the fuck could he have gone? It's in a goddamn nursery home. Dude, uh, we had, dude, here's the deal. I'll tell you this. We had a neighbor at my mom's house. And she would, uh, you know, when we were doing the volunteer work for the Shindig Soccer Festival? Oh, yeah. You ever knew we used to? Okay. So I'm leaving the soccer festival one day, long day of volunteering all day, helping do all this shit. And I walk and I see my neighbor who's like 90 lady and she's walking and she just has a bra on and like shorts like a 90 year old woman Mm. and i was like mrs moorhead what are you doing and she's just like just jabbering on and so i had to call the cops and they came and like they dealt with it so i drove off i was like they got it i saw her two more fucking times damn like yes. like that like that out just out in the community just just walking around Jeez. out there just trying to give more head i'm sorry i'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
sorry. But like, ima- like, dude, imagine growing up as a woman with that last name. Like the amount of jokes. Ah, poor lady. Well, also, like, you know, the surnames are like come from something. Mm-hmm. So, like, what was going on where there's like Moorhead? Like, why was that? Yeah. Like, why was that the surname? Mm-hmm. Like, why did like someone that's like Blackman? Right, a lot of those black men's blacksmith. A lot of those people came from being a blacksmith. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, like I was thinking about like my last name. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was this. Maybe her great 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 grandfather just wanted more head, and he talked about it all the time. <laughs> He's like trying to hint at it. So like, oh, I think this child should have a uh, different last name. This one should be Morehead. She's you know, like, uh, she's like, yep, more Morehead. <laughs> Well, he would just like more walk. head. <laughs> He'd walk into every room just like cock first, just hoping something fun would happen. <laughs> Wait, you don't do that? <laughs> no, that's like, and like some of them are so lazy. Like my last name's Tomlinson. Like, like there's people with the last name Tomlin. So, so we're like, been- oh, it's just the son of Tomlin. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. or, you know, a, a two guys had a son. I don't know, decided to name the last name of that son after the situation with his dad, two dads. I don't know. Who who knows? I'm not really sure. (laughs) Could you imagine like two dads during like Game of Thrones times? Like in like the new episode of Game of Thrones, they're just trying to be like super like progressive parents. Yeah, no, I feel I feel like that's like probably goes back to like that's probably the origins of uh homophobia is that like two kings walked in they're like whoa whoa that's not allowed like that's too much that's too much power my favorite is uh (laughs) you can have two kingdoms that's (laughs) like so they're like they just shut it down yeah immediately just the origin story of why like some people are opposed to like gay relationships are solely based on the fact that everyone's just jealous because the dudes get to hang out with their boys all the time yep a hundred percent. Look, dude, much. I gotta hang out with this chick, and she sucks. <laughs> and you guys get to hang out with your boys all day. Like that sounds. Actually, they're kind of up to. They're kind of onto something here. That's a <laughs> two kings. That's an old. Uh, <laughs> that's an old uh, Daniel Tosh joke. He's like, he's like, God doesn't hate the gays. He's just pissed at them because they found a loophole in the system. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like, oh, you know, we like punished uh, Eve for you know doing you know taking the bite of the apple and like what are the, what's the man's punishment we have to deal with the women it's like okay so they just cut the women out of the situation and god's like fuck i never thought they would do that <laughs> he's like, oh, they're just fucking each other now damn it <laughs> it's like ah oh, shit so yeah <laughs> that's funny dude i love it so uh one other thing i want to talk about so we're dialed in on we're jesus we're dialed in on uh, the race day, huh? Oh, absolutely. We're locked in. We're locked in. So, I don't know if you guys have watched this show yet. You guys got to check this out. It's on Netflix. It's called Chimp Empire. It's a reality TV show about real fucking chimps in the middle of Africa. Wait, and is that... Wait, wait, wait. Wild. Did you say a reality TV show about chimps? Yes. So, is it like Jersey Shore, but for chimps? And then, so like, <laughs> every single time something happens... And it'll like have a side interview with that monkey. It's like, oh, ah, 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 ah. 
<laughs> no, it's like Parks and Rec for chimps. <laughs> it's a mockumentary. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, so why, so, so why did they make this? I feel like we've already seen this with Planet of the Apes. That's a like fake fucking CGI thing. These are like legit fucking. Don't diss Mark Wahlberg like that. Is it Mark Wahlberg? He's definitely. Oh. He might be in it. No, I don't think it's Mark Wahlberg and Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was. Who were the guy, Who were the people in Planet of the Apes? I want to say it was one of the. Uh, what's his? I'm, I thought brothers. Mark Wahlberg was in one of them, and then the one dude who got canceled with the chicks that was in all the comedies. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Like he was in Pineapple Express, and he was also. Um, oh wait, Mark Wahlberg was in the Planet of the Apes in 2001. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Go me. Oh okay. Well, I'm. I, I totally skip Franco, over that one. James Franco. Yeah, James. The, the, yeah, yeah. I think war, like. Yeah. I think the those newer ones. I either think of the really old ones or the those ones. I totally yeah. skip over the Mark Wahlberg ones. So Chimp Empire. Let's hear it, dude. It's crazy. So first of all, chimps. <laughs> chimps have like a hierarchy of what are you fucking laughing at? Okay, I just love how you're about to get deep with chimps. Go ahead. It is, dude. It's so interesting. So I I actually. I mean, I'm sure you're not surprised. I've watched like all the documentaries that are like. Have you watched Chimp Empire? No, I haven't. You just told me shit. about it yesterday. You're gonna <laughs> shit your pants when you see this. Okay. No, I bet I will. I love that shit. All right. So this community of chimps, they're very territorial. So they live in a section, and they've cha- they fruit is the number one thing that they eat. So they got to find these certain trees that have fruit in them. But they also eat monkeys. Mm. 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 First episode, the scene is they catch these fucking monkeys in the trees. First of all, these chimps are about the size of me. And they're jumping from tree to tree, limb to limb. Like, the most athletic shit I've ever seen in my life, dude. And then they'll catch these little monkeys and they'll just rip them apart. Like, like, a, like, like you'd eat like a wing. They just like catch these monkeys and eat them. It's nuts. But they're very territorial. They even have like a group of the male monkeys that will walk the the outer boundaries of their territory, mm-hmm. and then they'll get in a fight, like street fights, <laughs> with other chimps from other areas. The shit's dude, the shit's wild. They also so the way that they so you know like we build a, a humans build relationships from like communication. They build relationships how they communicate. It's through like. You ever see like videos of them picking through each other's hair? Mm-hmm. That's how they like build relationships. Okay. So like the alpha, I forget his name in the show. I'm blanking it out. Caesar. No, but this. <laughs> I've never seen the movie. He's the. You've guy. never seen any of those movies? I've never seen one. Even like the old movies? It, it looks so unappealing to me before I started watching the show. The old ones are great. And, and I like the new ones too. Anyways, yeah. Caesar's the guy. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So they have this main chimp and it's crazy to watch like the hierarchy of how it works. Cause there's like, there's like these young apes that are on the come up and they want to be the alpha. So they're like starting to like go pick, like start their own little group chimp gang. Yeah. Their own little chimp gang inside the gang. It's wild. And they're, it's like watching real humans on the TV show. Like they're all vying for the spot and like, One's fucking this chick, and the other one likes that chick, too. And one mom doesn't, like, give her kid any attention because she's, like, eight years old, but she has a baby. So the the eight-year-old's got to figure out how life works. And, like, it's a crazy, like, legit-ass show. What would you, like, 
compare it to? I don't know, like maybe like Big Brother or something, but okay. with chimps. So I've like, do you watch any like documentaries just on animals and shit like that? Like outside. Yeah, of do you this? remember the big one? Is like Planet. Uh, I think it's just Planet Earth. Earth. Planet Earth. Yeah. Imagine if Planet Earth and like Big Brother came together. Yeah. Okay. No, because they're watching that. They're watching the chimps like that, like they're like in their shit, like watching them sleep and do all that. They're in there, right? But it's like shot like Planet Earth. So, and I forget, I forget which one it was, but they, I mean, they covered a couple different animals. So they, the whole thing wasn't based off the monkeys, but so like we've known about the different like hierarchies and shit like that. And it's crazy, like how it's literally political with yeah, them. No, the so, thing. like, like the way that kids are treated is dependent upon who their parents are. Like, they'll see a kid and they just know whose parent it is, and it's like that will determine how they treat that kid. And then, like, so some of the some of the like children monkeys, they'll you know get fruit and all that shit picked for them. And then other ones that are just like kind of on their own, they have to get the scraps. Like, so there, there's like literally like monkeys that will live in monkey poverty. In their community. In these communities, it's wild. I don't know where this one takes place, but there's, like, abandoned civilizations in the jungles that are, like, entire cities that the monkeys just take over because they're abandoned. And so, like, they just, like, go about these, like, human-made civilizations. I feel like you're giving me a scene, of, like, from the Jungle Book. Dude, it's literally it that. It is that. That's where it's they're a, pulling this And, and yeah. what's even crazier is, I, I think, I don't know, how, like, how did evolution do this? But... These monkeys naturally have terrible haircuts. Like, look at, like, it's like short fur and then just like long fur that looks like a fucking awful bowl cut on the top. <laughs> like, that's what it looks like. And then, <laughs> and like, like some of these, so some of these monkeys look like they. It's so fucking insane. Some of these monkeys look like they are. They fucking, all look like Russian mobsters. <laughs> I think they look like little kids that are like, like a uh, boy in the striped pajamas. I think they like remind me of that. Because, like, I pulled up this because, like, this just shows that some of the monkeys are mean as fuck. Teeth chattering isn't enough. Shows a monkey holding a baby by its, like, fucking neck. It's, like, it's like yelling at it, you can tell. And this is the thing, too. Like, <laughs> this is Kinder, the daughter of the troop's top female. In human terms, she's an out-and-out bully. <laughs> she's used to getting her own way. And so, like, the other ones will put it in check and shit. It's crazy. And so what I think is wild is, like, we the only shit we know is obviously from observing. But, you know, like you said, we communicate through our words, all this shit, and there's much more stuff that goes into it. I fully believe that they can communicate with the noises they make in a different way. Like, I think most animals can. Yeah, so there's, like, a scene when, like, the... Uh the alpha starts just like sprinting through like the group of them and everyone just like starts howling and going nuts. It's like, it's so funny cause they're all just communicating. It's and like it's an like, entrance song. Yes. Yes, it is. They're all like, yeah, they're all watching him, like watching how he does his shit. And then he starts walking towards them and everyone like hides their babies. Cause sometimes if the baby like, like gets in his way, he'll just fucking throw the thing. <laughs> he does not give a fuck. It's wild. Dude. Like I was, I was hoping it was gonna be that scene, but like, like Phil, get back. Like kind of what I was talking here. about. There was like, 
there was a scene in the the one I was watching, and they were like a gr- like a little family eating berries, and then an, and then like a little poor baby came up to be like. Oh, like scraps yeah. like the adult looked at it and fucking smacked the fuck out of it on its head and it was like <laughs> like scrub- <laughs> runs away what's wild is that they're like 90 percent the same dna as us so like when you're watching yep. them you're like whoa it's like watching a human kind of but like kind of not really yeah and so like the only wild chimpanzees are only in africa Okay, there's mm-hmm. not like Indian chimps, it's just in Africa. Okay. Another crazy thing, obviously you've seen the movies where they learn like sign language and like human language. Mm-hmm. But now they're starting to find these like tribes of monkeys that are starting to use fucking tools. Yeah, they're essentially in the Stone Age. Like there's monkeys that are starting to learn, they're like have entered the Stone Age. That doesn't shock me. It's wild to watch it like monkey like use a tool to like fish it's like holy shit it also talks about rogan always talks about this too because there's like a link there's like a missing link right and and when you look at like the evolution of, of humanity there's this gap where all of a sudden it's like we stood up and we like could think and have feelings and communicate where like there was it's almost like a consciousness yeah, sort of some thing. people think it's like an alien thing came down and like, which the, the when you talk about the Anunnaki stuff, that's kind of interesting and you can kind of play that into that. But what other people are thinking that it was like mushrooms, mushrooms. Yeah, there's like a bit heavy thing on that. But it's fucking crazy watching these chimps, man. Like I want to get off this pod and go watch it right now. It is so good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Would I'm you? Saying. Would you be? Would you be? a part of the alphas group or would you be like part of that smaller gang on the come up in this, in this I think, show? I think that's what too, like, I think that's one of the things that's like interesting about our society, right? Like they're the monkeys live to be about 60, 70 years old. So like an old fucking chimp is going to have like knowledge and understanding and like, like you can watch like when they do, when they do certain things, like certain, like, um, like procedural things that they do as chimpanzees, you can see like how wise that alpha chimp is, right? He's been around the block. He knows how these things work. Right. So it's, it, it's interesting to see like how, when you take away all the extra fluff that humans have, right? Like think of what everything that like takes us away from just being like humans now, like the phone, First of all, yeah, right. The idea that everything costs money, right? So we have to work, and because you have to work, that causes this thing to happen. Like you know, just just the fact that that's how we work. If you took that all away and just watched monk, the chimps, it makes sense. Like why we communicate the way we do because we have to. Like they're still a very just simple group. You know what I mean? So like watching that is crazy. But I do love like the elders. Like the alpha and the other elders in the in the group, because you can see like how they help and provide value to the rest of the, you know, the, the their little community. Then you have those little fuckers, a twenty one year old, right, fucking chimp that's on the come up, and he's I don't know yet. I think that's like I think that's why it's like I mean, generational, like you're saying. So what you were asking Z, 
what group would you be in? Sure, there's like a lot of personalities and shit to go into it. But I think it's just generational. Like you're saying, like eventually, like there's going to be some older ones that are like 40s or I don't know if they live to 60. 60 or 70 or something. But I mean, so like, so like the 30 year olds, you know, the 30 year olds are in like the, their prime. They're probably in a position of power, probably picking on some 15 year old monkeys to start a podcast with them, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. So you're saying we're wise. <laughs> No, I mean, you guys are just, like, coming into the time in your lives to where it's like, okay, I've been doing shit enough to where, like, I have enough knowledge to where I'm starting to, like, you you figured out life long enough ago to where, at this point, because you figured it out long enough ago, everything's starting to fall into play of how you want your life to be. Right. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, it's funny because you start to see that with the chimps, too. (laughs) So back to these monkeys. No, no, I know. I, Dude, I, it's wild. Shane's I, into I, this show. Now I gotta go see it. No, trust me. I, I love that shit. So I'm definitely gonna watch. I'm it. not gonna say which one, but there's a moment when they find a dead body. The Alpha episode two. It's like Game of Thrones style, where like the main characters are just getting slaughtered off the bat. Yeah, you start to wonder. You yeah, know, who's who's got the target on their? Back? Oh my god, dude. Shane is so obsessed with tracking murder <laughs> that he's reduced to monkey murder mystery. <laughs> no, it's kind of fucked up. I do want to know who killed this monkey. <laughs> like, what, I have my thoughts. I think it's. I think this group out of the West. What would group of What would be fucked up is if they were like, "All right, just so you guys know, we have the footage of who killed it, but like we're gonna build it up." <laughs> Show. <laughs> that's what they're doing you th- you dude th- i was so tired last night i was like 12 30 and i was like falling asleep watching it and i was like 12 30 chimp empire i gotta go to bed is that I what it's called chimp empire chimp empire on a, on a monday on, on netflix <laughs> doing this thing nodding out watching and then they're like and then a body is found and then they're like finding this body and i'm like oh who is it and then they tell you who it was and i was literally sad and then <laughs> I was. And then I literally, all I want to do is be able to stay up so I can watch and figure out who killed my boy. But I had so it was a boy. It's a male. It was a male, yeah. Gotcha. It's cool, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed. You know, I, whenever, I don't know why, whenever it's brought up, they're like, oh, uh, chimpanzees are most biologically related to us their dna is as closely related to ours i immediately in my head it pops up i'm like i'm like what about bananas hmm? what about bananas you can look it up if you're listening at home the gen- genetic similarity between humans and bananas is you want to guess 60 percent 60 that's more than half <laughs> what do you mean what are you saying I'm literally saying the genetic similarity between a human and a banana is 60%. So if you look it up, it will say uh, many of the housekeeping genes that are necessary for basic cellular cellular function, such as replicating DNA, controlling the cell cycle, and helping cells divide are shared between many plants, such as bananas and animals or humans. So the DNA makeup that makes up a banana yeah. It's sixty, like there's sixty percent of that that you can also find. In the- 
Well, it makes okay, sense. So, so, I mean, we started doing weird shit with it, like shoving it up our ass. And stuff. <laughs> what? what the fuck? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> dude, you, ne- you never you heard? To, you never heard of that? I told you not to bring that up, dude. <sighs> okay, sorry. But yeah, I just, I just, I always, I don't know why. I always just think. How that do you open a banana? From the bottom, with my butt, like a pro. <laughs> With my south suck hole. <laughs> Could you imagine just going watching Chimp Empire now and the alpha male Caesar just oh, wait, <laughs> getting okay. a banana up his ass? So, because like you've, I've eaten a decent amount of bananas around you, oddly enough. Yes, you have. But I, I always open them up from the bottom. I bet you judged me until you started watching this. Show. No, I got kids. Yeah, that's the only way to open the fucking things. From the what do you mean? Do you try to do it from the top where the little knuckle is? Yeah, that knuckle. All of a sudden, you'll do it and it won't crack open. It'll bend the fucking banana, and then you got this spoiled ass kid that's like, "Well, I don't want it. It's all smashed." And you're like, "It's not a big deal. Just eat this fucking banana." Like, no, I don't want that banana. And you got to get a fucking new banana. So you literally learn to open it up at the bottom like a monkey. Yeah. It also it pulls the string thingies, the little stringy guys. Yeah, it like if you pull it that way, it will peel it off with the peel. Hmm. But if you pull it from the top, if like you get lucky enough and the the uh, top part doesn't break off, then it leaves on the stem part on the side. Interesting. Yeah, people. The dude comes <laughs> in my office and I'm on the fuck. I'm on a fucking call. And he comes in my office and just stands there, and he's got the fucking biggest banana I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's like it's like my favorite thing to do is just open the banana fully to the very bottom, to where you you like barely have it in your hand. <laughs> and he's just sitting there holding it, and the fucking the peels like draped over his hand. <laughs> just hold this banana. And I'm on this call, and he's just standing there. I was like, if he takes a bite of that banana, and, he'll just, and he takes, like, the most, the slowest <laughs> bite of the banana. And doesn't say anything, just walks out? No, he didn't. Yeah, he just, he just walks out. Or like, sometimes I'll, I'll just be like, hey, do you have a sec? And you just <laughs> lift the headphone, like, yeah, what? And then you just bite the banana and walk off. <laughs> I took a fucking picture of you one time when you did it. I know, and then you sent it to your family group message. And uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, what was the best comment? I think it was Logan. I wish I could remember. I don't. Fucking... I don't know. He. It was something about. <laughs> it was something that made me seem like a crazy, crazy lunatic. I forget what it was. It was like. Something along the lines of like, oh, that Hitler guy had some points, you know. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it was, but it was a banger. That was for sure. That's so funny. Gosh, this is great. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I mean, shit. This has been a it's been a while since we've potted, guys. It's been a minute, man. Oh, a lot of shit has went down. Schedules have gotten crazy. That's for sure. So, uh, what's, can you explain, sorry to like, just turn the page real fast. Can you walk me through what's going on with the NBA playoffs? I have no idea who's playing, what's going on. Is there any good storylines? Like what's going on? Yeah. 
I can uh, I can do that for you. Let me um, hold on. It's been a while since I've touched my intro music. <laughs> Just give me a second here. And now, your sports authority. Johnny Z! Oh, welcome back to the Sanger Zone. It's your boy, Johnny Z. Let's get right into these sports. We had the NFL draft. The NBA playoffs are underway. Leo had his showcases with 11 offers to our tight end. And last but not least, your boy is ready to be the defensive coordinator of the year. What the fuck does that mean? Let's fucking go. That means he's setting the precedence right now. I am. I am. So, yeah, we had our uh, showcase the other week at Leo High School. We had uh, Josh, who is running a company called Combine that does the vest sensors. Yeah. He went to all the schools in the area, and he said that Leo High School had the most coaches at the showcase. Reason being, we just had a transfer come in from Northside. And our tight end slash defensive end is an absolute unit. Yeah. So we're sitting there at practice, and I look over, and there's Brian Hartline from Ohio State who played for, as you know, the Patriots yeah, yeah. and the Dolphins, white boy who played the slot. So it's just crazy, man, seeing Ohio State, Michigan State, Purdue, Wisconsin, Louisville, all these big-time schools, right? Yeah. And you don't get that often. And um, obviously we had the smaller schools there too, like St. Francis, UND, all those schools yeah. to see our other guys who are studs who aren't the six four right beast they're the six foot five eleven maybe six one that can have you ever thought about recruiting from central africa i know these <laughs> chimps that <laughs> okay if you teach them how to hold a football i'm telling you they can do some things <laughs> i have not well let me know i can help you <laughs> but yeah it was um it was pretty cool man uh, three of our guys got offers that day, uh, the kid who transferred got one from Western Michigan, which is Division One. Yeah. So it was pretty cool to see that, man. And as far as uh, being the D.C. of the year, um, he just saved our defense at transfer because we lost a kid who graduated at DB. Mm-hmm. And now with him, he can guard anybody in the conference. It's like, well, good luck throwing the ball. Yeah. So um, it's going to be a pretty fun year, man. I'm super excited. We actually have our first defensive meeting tomorrow night and to go over personnel and so forth. Um, but I'm calling this right now and I've been telling Dorfler about this. We're about to be the O2 Miami hurricanes where we just beat your ass and we let, we let you know that we're beating your ass. I love that. So there's a new swagger coming up this fall. As far as the draft, uh, being a Colts fan, um, I don't hate the pick. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Break it down for us. So I was pumped. Well, obviously you're going to be pumped, right? Every, anything's better than Matt Ryan, right? And Anthony Richardson is like a freak athlete, dude. Like 6'4", 231 yeah. pounds, the highest vertical jump in quarterback history in the NFL, a 4-4-40. The dude is fucking huge, and he's the best athletic. Like, he's the best athlete in the quarterback position in who knows how long. Long time long time and his his situation with the new Colts as head coach will fit the way that he plays right so I was telling like I was telling Jake it's it's high risk high reward absolutely what what I would have done honestly man because 
I, I think these dudes coming out next year are 10 times better than anybody who came out. Yeah. I would have traded back and I would have loaded up the picks and my team, kind of like what the Arizona Cardinals did. Like right. they have all the picks in the world next year. They are loaded to get picks. I would have traded it all back. I would have got the foundation fix of all the spots tanked again and brought Caleb Williams in the following year. But this kid, he, uh, he's got the potential to be great. He's, he's obviously a work in progress because the accuracy and all that's not there. But like Jake said, you can't teach but, the so, athletic, so yeah, yeah, athleticism that he has. Like you can't teach that. So the accuracy for that is you have to think about it like this. So this dude can probably, like he will probably be walking into the NFL and can throw it farther than anyone else already. Yeah. And so because of that, his coaches in college had him throwing it down the field constantly. So yeah. since he had so many long balls, obviously that's going to hurt your uh, accuracy overall or your like percentage. Yes, there was a definitely a bunch of mistakes that like he would make just like situationally and just all that stuff. But I think that can definitely be like you have to attribute it to that. His, right. Throwing the long ball all the time. Also, like look at someone like Josh Allen. He was in the mid fifties coming right. out of college. I agree. And then yeah, so I mean, like I mean, I I think we're on the same page though that he has a huge upside. It's definitely a risk, uh, just because he only had like thirteen games under his belt yeah. coming out of college, and they said that one game he would look like undisputed first overall pick, and then the next game you're like, what the hell are we doing? And he's a kid from. Is he from Florida? Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they they went and helped him. They got him the fastest receiver in the draft too, the Downs kid. Yeah, from North Carolina. Down, he has Down syndrome. No, oh. which would be a great story. Yeah, which I'm shocked the NFL went and ran with that one. <laughs> no, he's not. He's actually pretty fast. He's not slow at all. <laughs> I can't respond to that one. That was a terrible joke with the look on Shane's face, man. It's so worth it. But yeah, man, it's it's exciting because it got it got Colts fans Colts fans ready to roll again. Jake, <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? Okay, but uh, I think the best part about Anthony Richardson is his little brother. Did yeah. you did you see that? Yeah, he's thirteen. Hey, hey, oh, you ruined it. But oh. here, here, look at watch this. Watch this. Everyone is talking about how oh, okay, the stupid his brother hit puberty in the womb. He is 13 years old with a neck Dude, tattoo just show and has a the deeper damn. voice than Brittany Griner. But the craziest part is that he's already got two kids with two different that, baby that's not, moms. No, that's not this true. one's checking himself out in the monitor over here. You look I'm over, good? I'm over here just trying to face myself. Do you look good? <laughs> I think I look good. <laughs> it's 13. Enjoy. Yes, ma'am. 13 years old. He has a neck tattoo and that's what he sounds like. He sounds like a full-grown man. <laughs> Super nice kid, though. He was like, it you know. It reminds me of a kid we had in middle school named Bobby Soto. He drove to school. <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> shut kidding you. The, Bobby school. Soto. Shut the fuck up. He had a lineup perfectly down his chin line. No shit. Swear to God. He whooped the shit out of our assistant principal one time. <laughs> Beat his ass. Shut the fuck up. Bobby Soto is his name. Bobby Soto. <laughs> drove to school. He did it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> a perfect lineup, perfect chin chin strap. I wonder what he's doing now. He's got to be in prison. <laughs> Why? He's fucking wild. That's funny, man. But uh, Bobby Soda, Bobby Soto, S O T O. 
But as far as NBA playoffs, Shano, I all I know is that the Warrior or Steph and LeBron are playing in this next round. I don't even know what happened in the first round. So I haven't been keeping up with that at all. Do you guys know who Dylan Brooks is? Yes. I know. So he's a dude on the Grizzlies, Memphis Grizzlies. And okay, so you know who uh Draymond Green is. Yeah. Yep. Like he, you know, obviously he's like a uh like great role player. He knows like what his role is on a team. Yeah. He brings a great energy. He talks him a bunch of shit, but he can back it up with his play. This guy Dylan Brooks is essentially like people are trying to say that he's like trying to do the same thing. He's chirping people. He's just being super loud. He's on a great team, but he's being super loud and running in his mouth. Yeah. And like some games he has like okay games, but his overall play is not nearly to the level of his mouth. Okay. And so he like in going into the series with like I mean, you know, there's been a bunch of shit all season with him. Like he'll be like running off and like he catches himself on like one of the cameramen and then he just pushes the guy and then keeps running. And so like obviously social media out there trying to paint him as the bad guy, but he also backs it up by like continually saying shit that makes him look and paint himself in a bad picture. Anyways, the series with the war, uh, the Lakers, he like, you know, he says he calls LeBron old. He goes on and says, I don't respect no one until he's they. Age. He's a year older than us. I don't respect no one until they come and give me 40 points. He he's 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 talking shit the whole time. I forget which game. I don't know if it was the game after this, but like LeBron dropped like 45 or 50 points. The dude declines to talk after. Oh, what a big! I know, I know exactly. Like, there's like a button. There's, there's even, there's a lot more behind it, as well. Uh, like in like for that, he was fined twenty five thousand dollars by the NBA for missing the post game, uh, the meeting, and then, like, they even asked him about it afterwards. Like, and he says, uh, he doesn't reg- regret the comments about LeBron. He's like, that's just who I am. I don't think that he. Like got LeBron geeked up. He, he like he was just ready. He knows he was. <laughs> it came out when was it? Um, I want to say either yesterday or today. No, it was, it was today. The Grizzlies have informed Dylan Brooks that he will not be brought back under any circumstances. Oh wow! In quotations, under any circumstance. <laughs> it's like holy shit. Dude, all the comments are ruthless. It's so funny. Like just and they're they're all just about trying to be puns about him playing in China. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like dude literally just talked shit out of he talked him his way out of a role on the Memphis School. That's Grizzlies. wild. Insane, dude. Yeah. I'm sure he was just trying to flex to get like publicity. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? He's he's trying to play the bad boy all year. Com- completely backfired. That's kind of wild, but yeah, I don't even—I don't even know. <laughs> the Pacers have been so fucking bad, dude. It's just like I don't watch it as, as much as I used to. They were tanking. I know, but it's just like that's the only time I really get involved. We canceled yeah. that game. Yeah, because I mean, and half their starters sat that game too. But Wait, what? I had tickets. I had floor seats to this Pacers game, and they're just. Our schedules all got fucked up anyways, yeah. but, like, we ended up not going. Oh, shit, I got you. 
And we lost that night by like 30 points. <laughs> it was like, oh, well. So we missed out on So, but yeah, man, that's kind of the update. The other, the other update I want to give you too, man, is um, I don't know if there's any dads. I, I would love for you to DM or send Jake a message on Spotify. But I'm already running into uh, crazy parents at these sporting events. Oh, God. It's the fucking grossest thing, I think, is the parents that think their kids are legitimately the next LeBron James. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's like... No, dude, your kid picks his nose during like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's wild, man. And all the sports that my boys are in, there's a dad or a mom in each of those sports just going nuts for no reason. And you don't coach your kids. So do you have to deal with any of that at all? Or is it like, do you ever like say something to them? No, I, I mean, it's taking everything in me not to say something yeah. because again, this dude's getting paid nothing. He's volunteering his time. And if you don't like it, right, and you don't feel like your kid's getting the best coach and then he wants, then put him on another team, dude, or or get out of there. But, again, what's that going to lead to? Yeah. When shit doesn't go the parents' way or the kids' way, they're just going to keep jumping what shit. What the hell are they even bitching? Like, give me an example of what they would even bitch about. Just like the games and stuff already. Like bad calls or this and this and this or like flag football. Like right now there, there's called like you're sh- like shielding where you're hitting the kid's hand to not hit your flag. And okay. parents will go nuts at like a kid's cheating. Okay. Chill. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. shit like that. Or um, if, a, if, a, if the quarterback runs with it, like they got to do like a lateral or something like a handoff before they can kind of fake throw a right, run. Right. The parents will bitch like they didn't lateral it. Like are yelling at the refs. Okay. Baseball, like for strikes and shit. Like they go nuts on this umpire is probably getting paid 30 bucks. And you're just like, where am I dude? You know what I mean? Now don't get me wrong at the high school level. Like I deal with dads all the time. Yeah. Like that's, it's okay, man, whatever. I hear you. Right. Let's talk. You don't want to have to pay for the college. So it means a lot to you that they get a scholarship. Yeah. 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 So I will, these dudes I get that go nuts on Friday nights or want to yell at us on the sideline. We have side conversations throughout the week. Like, we're not going to do this right here, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, come talk to me on Monday and Tuesday and we'll figure it out. But a lot of these coaches that it happens to them, man, they pop off right back to the parent. So then it creates a divide, creates social media frenzy of people talking shit, get these coaches out. I mean, you see it on Facebook and Instagram all the time, dude, like these travel baseball teams of fucking dads fighting in the stands. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what could possibly, again, we're talking about a little fucking trophy, dude, that you paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to travel all throughout the country, stay at these hotels, gas, food, all that. You're probably taking three teammates with you with the parents can't afford it, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're playing for a tiny little fucking trophy that costs what? Yeah, mostly it's 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 obvious. Like parents are living themselves, like living through their children, so they're like compensating for something that they feel like they lost. Yeah, it's it's crazy, dude. Not normal, but but I I've been around it so much as far as like the daddy ball and parents, and I'm trying to kind of educate my wife too, like when to keep your mouth shut. Yes. You know what I mean? Like when to not say anything or when it's just not worth it. dude. Right. Like, like if X or Mav gets cheap shotted, you know, she wants to go mama bear on the whole thing. And it's like, dude, he'll get up. Like 
he's going to get cheap shot at a hundred more times. it's a good times. thing for him to learn. Right. You know, that's like so important. That's one thing that I wish we had with the kids right now more because they do like individual sports right now. And it's like, there's not like two opportunities to like, just learn like, just like how bad and her, how hard life can be. Right. Right. Like there's nothing greater than like my little niece who's in like sixth or seventh grade, um, soccer, you know, being able to learn like from just getting toasted. I mean, a lot of my growing up in bat, playing basketball, like I learned a lot from being dropped off at the YMCA and playing basketball every night until my mom got off work. And you learned that like people don't give a fuck right. about you. Like you have to be out there and you have to stand on your own two feet and you have to deal with it. You know, at the end of the day, you can't live life that like you're going to be taken care of all the time. And then unfortunately that's what a lot of parents are doing with these kids now, you know, like these golden parachute opportunities for them where that's like, instead of just like letting them fall hard, they like let them down easy. And it's just, you're, you're setting up the kids for failure because they're never going to learn. I mean, you hear about everyone talk about this, but it's just, people are talking about this a lot because it's a big problem in our country right now. Right. And if we're not going to turn around and, like, raise these kids the way they need to be raised, like, it's it's not going to look good for... Well, actually, you know what? Let me kind of change this. It actually is going to be good. It's going to be good for the people that can stand up for themselves. It's going to be good for people that um, have a strong mind mm-hmm. and strong will. It's going to be really good for kids that have... You know, the no fear of losing. Right. So the people that come out and they're complete dogs, they're going to do really, really fucking good. And they're going to have to get paid better. And they're going to be worth it. And they'll probably do, you know, like when they get into the workforce, it's going to be interesting because you're going to see thousands and thousands of these kids that can't even like, you know, I always think about them as like bread, bread crust kids. Kids that need their bread crust taken off all the time, which, you know, that's something back even when we were kids. But, like, now that you see the what the parents are doing, I mean, all the way to, like, not just, like, the sporting, go- the sporting events, but it's, like, not having the bullies. I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. It's, like, if we've taken all the bullies out of the school, how do the kids learn any adversity throughout the, their day at all? You know, yeah, it's fucked. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. I in in your you're almost like Reigns is five right now, four, four. So you're almost there. Yep. So and you're gonna see it, and you're just gonna sit there like, how can this dude possibly be getting this upset? You know what I'm oh, saying? Dude, he does it now, like he what he freaks out about and stuff. And you know, Aaron does such a great job, but it's like still like he's with a a woman twenty four hours a day. You know. Oh, I was saying like when Reigns is on a team, like another dad oh, just yeah. going ape shit. And you're like, dude, how? You know what I mean? So I don't know. But me and Emily also have put our sons in great uh, spots. We go ahead immediately and meet with these coaches and tell them, listen, man, you can shit all over him. Yeah, You have the green light. You can discipline him. You can run him. 
push-ups, sit-ups. He talks back. He don't listen. He's not paying attention. You got the green light to do whatever you want to do. I love that. I think that's a big tip for parents out there. Yep. Go talk with the coaches and make sure your expectations are communicated. Yep. I love that. And And you see it, too. Like, you see the coaches who have these two boys. Like, they're hard on them. Yeah, that's they know, what they, you want. yeah, we're not gonna. He's not. The coach doesn't have to look over his shoulder like, "Where are the Zolniks?" <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're sitting there, like clapping, like, "Yeah, tell him to shut up, dude." That's awesome. You know, I, I hope people actually listen to that part of the pod because that's a really great note. Yep. I hope they listen to the whole pod. Eh. Eh. Bidding is all right. Probably. How are we on Chimp time, Empire? <laughs> yeah. After Chimp Empire, kind of goes downhill. What? What? What are we on time here, Jake? I don't think it really matters. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna set up a I'm gonna set, set up a scenario for you. Okay. Okay. So you're just sitting on a branch in a tree. All right, eating some fruit. In the distance, you can hear the what sounds to be like war sounds. War sounds from a tribal group. Of adverser, uh, uh, what do you call it? Ed. What? Adversaries. Chimpanzees from another area. And they're coming in to take your women. Okay? So you jump down off the tree. You run up to start to protect them. You you give out a, a loud, you know, chimp growl. And then you say, What? After the growl? Yeah. After the... Yeah, yeah. yeah, that thing. Beat my chest a couple times. Yeah. And I say, Have you ever eaten a banana with your ass? Sick. Look, the party just started. I'm hitting my target. I feel like I'm hardened. Get green like the garden. I'm south like New Orleans. Get it jumping. They calling me Zion. Constrict shit like a python. Tiptoe down the pylon. Spent the bill on my song. Just to say I sound nice, on. Huh? Uzi done did it again. I was down five, down five. Had to bet 50 to win. Had to get 50 to spin. Saving my living, no 10.